0: When we received a, a crazy photo of something called the Beer Race last year, we were, well, amused, intrigued, and slightly confused. <laughs> so I'm delighted to say we're now going to find out what on earth was going on. Hi, everyone. I'm Johnny Thompson, and welcome to the Village Halls podcast, sponsored by Allied Westminster, the UK's largest specialist provider of Village Hall insurance. And the home of Village Guard. Now, we in Britain are, well, we're all pretty well known for holding interesting and slightly off the wall events, from cheese rolling to welly wanging, tossing the caber to bog snorkeling. It, it kind of all happens here. But when Tracy Watson sent in a photo of some action from an event to our competition last year, our reaction was basically what is going on here? <laughs> the photo which you can see via the links on our website for this episode is just bizarre to be honest and we'll get on to talking about that in a minute but for now let me introduce you to Tracy thank you so much for coming on today
1: hi Johnny thanks very much for having
0: me yeah no brilliant and and, and before we get on to the photo and and the beer race tell me a little bit about you and, and where you're from, Tracy, and, and, and your local village hall as well, of course.
1: Yeah, uh, of course. well, um, I'm, my name's Tracy Watson. I um, live just outside beautiful twin villages of Newton Ferrers and Nosmeo, which are in the South Hams area of Devon, so right down in South Devon, not very far away from the Cornish border, really. Beautiful villages, they are split between uh, or by a uh, quite large tidal river. I tend to favour Nosmeo. Uh, that's where I was um, brought up. Um, there's quite a lot of rivalry between the locals of Newton Ferris and Nosmeo. <laughs> right. um, but I tend to favour Nosmeo, and Nosmeo Village Hall is um, the reason that I entered the competition in the first place. Just a small local community village hall that does and, and hosts many events, one of which I've just finished doing, which was our local pantomime.
0: And your photo. <laughs> It's it's impossible to describe. To be honest, you 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 really have to look at it yourself. Is is what I'm going to say. But the the best word I can think of is is bedlam. You you've, you've got people in fancy dress trying to get out of some crazy, small and very very oddly decorated boats, with confused people looking on. What 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 is happening here, Tracy?
1: <laughs> well, it, it does pretty much sum up the whole the whole race. Um yeah. the beer race is um exactly what it says on the tin. It's a race, it's basically a relay race
0: mm-hmm.
1: um between three pubs which are situated on the banks of the river that I was mentioning earlier. Yeah. You have six people per team, so two people stationed at each pub. And you the men will drink a pint, run to the boat, row across to the next pub, hand over to their partner, who will then do the same and the and the women drink half a pint. It's become a a real feast for the eyes now because fancy yeah. dress has really taken over as the main. Part of the event, which is fabulous to watch. Yeah,
0: and is it every year? Does this take place? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. it Takes place. Uh, we we have a an annual regatta, which is mostly rowing. Um, a lot of people associate regattas with sailing, but um, we are mostly a rowing regatta. Um, again, very hotly contested between the two villages. And at the end, or towards the end of the regatta, uh, the beer race takes place. It's not part of it, um, yeah. but it's, ob- it's an obvious time to, to hold the event.
0: And the geography is quite important, as you say, isn't it? Because one, one village is one side of the water, and the other is the other. And then right. Yeah, you're rowing between the between the two as part of the race. Yeah. How, how long has this been going on then?
1: Well, this year is the 50th year. Really? Yeah. So Fantastic. we're. Um, yeah, which and it and it's fabulous. And it and it I would say it grows every year. Um it, it actually doesn't because we're very much limited by the the size of the river. Um mm-hmm. so we are limited to the amount of teams that can go in, but yeah. there's all but a waiting list um and people are queuing up to get their nominations in to actually join each year. So it's yeah, it's it's hotly contested.
0: How how many can, can kinda of take part?
1: We have we have twelve teams as a rule. Um, right. it, it used to be just mainly the pubs, so the pubs used to sponsor um, a men's team and a women's team. So that would be six of the teams, and then another six teams would be allowed to join. Um, that tends to be the still the case. However, the other teams now tend to, um, as I say, they're virtually queuing outside waiting for the the entry forms to be open up once the uh, once the dates announced. Yeah.
0: Have you any idea how all this started, 50 years before? However, yeah,
1: 100%. I do. <clears throat> I was actually speaking to one of the um, the founder members today, um, hmm. a lovely lady called uh, Shirley Pegg. She's lived in Newton-Ferrers for forever. And it used to be just two teams uh, w- from the, the Dolphin, and there were a group of people in the Dolphin in Newton-Ferrers. Uh, one group used to be bass drinkers. And the other group used to be Guinness drinkers, Right. and for some reason, um, and we still they still can't quite remember how it happened, but they decided that they were going to have a race across the river, um, and it was just men at the time, just two teams um, rowing across the river and rowing back again. And it started. That's how basically all, it all started. A I like how you said later, you didn't know
0: how. I like how you said you didn't know how they had that the idea it had to be somebody had too much bass and oh, somebody absolutely. had too much Guinness. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And there there would have been a competition somewhere about bass drinkers or being better Brilliant. rowers than Guinness drinkers. Brilliant. Has that has to have got into. Yeah. A um, few years later, uh, the women decided they wanted to get involved because Shirley was very much a bass drinker. So the women wanted to get involved, so they became a, a women's race as well as a men's race, and sort of the rest, as they say, is history. It then more people wanted to become involved; it became impractical to just have a, a two-legged race. So that's when it became all three pubs and a relay.
0: Have you ever? Have you ever taken part yourself?
1: <laughs> yeah, just once or twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um, I was thrown out when I was sixteen because I wasn't old enough. Right. Um, so I wasn't allowed to compete. So, um, the, my very first race was when I was 18 and I was allowed to, mm-hmm. and then I think I competed every year then until I was 50.
0: Right. So you must have... I had all kinds of different costumes and things oh, like that. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean like like I say, to start with, it was the fancy dress side of it was pretty tame. Um we used to row for one of the pubs on in the Nosmeo side and it used to just be a t shirt with the with the, the pub name on it. Yeah. And then gradually things sort of started to develop with the the fancy dress and we've been Tina Turners and we've been sailors and we've you know, you name it and you know we've had a go at
0: being it. Fant- I hope when you were Tina Turner, you were simply the best.
1: Oh, we were. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we were, we're probably <laughs> Sorry the, about the most that. successful team in the, in the whole of the riv- river, to be honest.
0: Yeah. And, and presumably as well as having a lot of people who want to turn up and take part, you also have a lot of people who turn up to, to watch all of this craziness. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's in the middle of the summer holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a massive event for the village, um, and as long as the weather's nice, then you can have hundreds of people just dotted around trying to to sort of get a, a good vantage point. Because, as you can imagine, beer and small rowing boats and costumes don't necessarily make for very stable rowing, especially in the latter <laughs> stages once people have had a few <laughs> pints. So there's, there's quite a lot of um, dunking and capsizing and rowing with one oar by the end yeah. of the race. And it, yeah. that's when it tends to get really funny.
0: He has a big question. Is there any, is there any kind of purpose behind all of this shenanigans?
1: I think to start with, there wasn't, I think it was just done for the, for the fun of it. And just because it was something new, but for as long as I can remember, we raise money for our local cancer hospice, which is St. Luke's Hospice in Plymouth. It's very much dependent on the weather as to how many people come out and so how much money is raised. But we can go from raising several hundred pounds into a couple of thousand pounds on a really good night. And all that money then gets donated to St. Luke's Hospice in Plymouth.
0: Brilliant. It it is a proper race, isn't it? You know, tell me people take this really seriously. I mean, I, you know, I want, I want to think that people are really given it for this. Yeah.
1: There are an element, um, who do take it very seriously. I was in a team who did take it very seriously. Yeah. Um, and to, to the point where the, the ladies team that I was part of were all pretty good rowers and we did actually win the whole event ahead of the men at one point. And then that's when the men started complaining uh, bitterly that the women only had to drink halves in comparison to their pints. And it's that, that argument has been going on ever since. There are some, some teams probably over half the teams now who just want to win the fancy dress competition side of it because, Mm -hmm. and they're not too worried about the rowing as long as they complete the course, but there are still some who properly go for it.
0: Brilliant. Where do you stand on the paint or the half paint thing?
1: Um, uh, are you going
0: to sit on the fence?
1: uh, Yeah, I think I might. I think I might do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. So come on, spill, spill the beans on some of the, some of the classic moments because there must have been there must have been some over the years there must have been some strange goings on it i'm i'm hoping a bit of cheating or a bit of sabotage or
1: oh. oh, there, there there's <laughs> like that. that that happens regularly um yeah. because once once the boats get to each pub um the the person who's rowed has to then run get out of the boat run to um, a table where their partner is uh, and their partner then drinks and they're relying in that time on other people turning the boat around for them so they can get a fast move off mm-hmm. um and it has been known that people have come back and the boats are floating merrily in the middle of the river um so you know they've just been let loose um <laughs> the various i mean crashes and and collisions in the middle of the river are just commonplace i mean some which is really frustrating for the people who are properly racing to then collide with somebody who really hasn't got much of a clue in the race and so has no idea how to get out of a collision the language can sometimes be be pretty blue yeah this year, which in, in one of the photographs, um, my son was in the boat, which is in the background, which was made up of, a, or made to look like a refuse collection truck. Yes. Um, and as as they got into the boat, um, <clears throat> because it was so top heavy, it took on an awful lot of water. So they were basically <laughs> struggling with a flooded, I would I, I did say it was a flooded engine. Um, but, 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 you know, they were trying to bail out this this. Um, refuse collection truck. Uh, I mean, there's just too many, just a spectacle. It's absolutely bonkers, but it is a, it's a spectacle.
0: What, what about if, you know, if, if anyone listening wanted to, to witness the beer race and all its glory, presumably anyone can, can, can kind of turn up and, and watch this. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's, it tends to be towards the end of August um, mm-hmm. every year. It used to be midweek, which was always a bit of a shame for the competitors because, as you can imagine, it's not the soberest of evenings. Yeah. Um, so doing it midweek was always <laughs> a bit of a tough shout the following day. It now happens on a Saturday night, which is much nicer. The reason previously is that the pub, the land, landlords in the pub, quite reasonably used to say look we're busy enough on a on a saturday night um, mm. without having to deal with all this carnage but they've they finally given in so they're quite happy for us to to run it on a saturday night now so it's it is just a case of turn up um find somewhere to park what you know work your way down to the river's edge and, and watch because the amount of people you have who are on holiday who have no idea it was going to go on and they have the best night ever. And the, the comments that go on afterwards are just brilliant.
0: Yeah. I'm really surprised. i have never heard of it, to be honest with you, until you sent the photo in. I think I might take a trip there myself this year. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing just sounds totally mad.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's an hour, hour, hour and a half of complete
0: carnage. Yeah. Fantastic. And we all need a bit of that in our lives every now and then, of oh, course.
1: we do. Yeah, we do.
0: <laughs> is there a, a Facebook page or a website or anywhere um, no, no, there's not. There's, I mean, it's all like it
1: sort of tends to get advertised on the the River Yelm Regatta Facebook page, um, but it hasn't got its own um, event because it is very local. Um, you know, it, it's one of those events which is just people who are local to the villages take part in it. People who know about it tend to come and watch it, uh, but other than that that's about it really this is probably the most publicity it's ever had and it's okay. just because the photo I, I I just had to enter it because it just summed up what community and village life is all about
0: I love it it's a village horse podcast exclusive Wonderful. absolutely it is <laughs> let me know Tracy when it's happening when you've got all of the kind of information and we'll um we'll update everybody you know and oh, that will be brilliant let them know yeah exactly when it's when it's going on thanks so much for answering all my questions yeah.
1: And you know, like I say, it, anybody is welcome to come along and, and have a have a laugh and have a have a giggle. And uh, you know, if they can chuck a few quid into the um to the charity buckets that are going around on the night, all the better.
0: Yeah. Because your photo really did raise more questions than than, than answers. <laughs> yeah. Well that does make
1: sense. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I'm glad we've had the opportunity to chat and congratulations again as well for um for, for winning a prize in Thanks our competition much. last year. Thanks again, Tracy. It's been wonderful having you on.
1: That's great. Well, thank you, Johnny, for for having me on and giving me the opportunity to to unshroud a little bit of the mystery.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Thanks again. Great. And, uh, and that's all, folks, for this episode. Thanks, as always, to our headline sponsor and specialist insurance provider, Allied Westminster, for making our podcast possible and whose services you can discover more about at villageguard.com. And to online booking system provider Hallmaster, who also sponsor our podcast and can be found at Hallmaster.co.uk. You've been listening to the Village Halls Podcast, a unique listening community for Britain's village, church, and community halls, and anyone interested in the vital community services they provide. We'll be back again soon with another episode. So if you haven't already, visit thevillagehallspodcast.com to subscribe, sign up for updates link through to our social media pages, and to find out more. Until the next time, goodbye for now.